0: Good morning, afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pitter-Patter Podcast with Eric and Jed. I'm Eric. I'm Jed. And this is a place for two overthinkers <laughs> to get their ideas out, knock them around, and uh, hopefully figure out what to do with them. Yeah. Um, is lit. I just gave Eric crap for messing up the intro, and then I totally messed up the intro, but that's okay. <laughs> you understand us, audience. You're great people.
1: Yeah, we're... I think the intro will probably evolve. Most we, likely. Yeah because it's not as much about overthinking it's a lot more about making things happen but also figuring out that process. Right.
0: Well, I mean it does but also we need to just be aware that we are both overthinkers yes, and that we definitely are. Just if you listen to the podcast you're like dang these guys <laughs> overthink the crap out of everything. Um so to be continued I guess is the best thing to say regarding the intro.
1: Yeah. Anyways, before this we were talking about living situations and how that is pretty impactful on our productivity
0: and our lives in general honestly and I feel like
1: we've kind of touched on it
0: throughout season one uh we've talked about it a decent amount but yeah I mean so it's been it's been like a couple weeks since we've wrapped up season one so now I think it's just it's probably a good idea to kind of touch base and sort of see where we're both at now that you've moved well, it's back. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, it's way different. You've got Doug. I've I've got a Doug and you've got a Davis.
1: Yeah. Not
0: a man named Davis. You live in town. I live
1: Davis. in Davis and Jed's mom recently got remarried, so Right. There's a new member of the household.
0: Indeed. In addition to my mother and the Rosie, my dog. So yeah, uh, and then then now that some time has passed, we've both kind of settled in to one extent or another to our sort of new living situations. Because you've been in Davis for uh, what almost like, two weeks now. Yeah, yeah, give or take. Uh, and I've been I've been at my mom's house post wedding for about two weeks. Eh, two, yeah, a little over. So let's let's do the check in. Let's see. I what's mean, going that's on.
1: been a significant difference in the last like when I think back on the last two weeks. Defining factor is the fact that I'm not living here. Right. Um, I think I felt sort of stagnant here um, or stuck or like regressing maybe. Sure. Um, And then as soon as I got to Davis, I felt a lot more productive. Like I had more... I could branch out in ways that... Were different for my family. Mm-hmm. For instance, like being a little bit more clean. Like I mean, I I'm like forced to cook for yourself. You know that type of stuff and uh, exercising a little bit more. And um, I think at home it felt like I was indefinitely on vacation. Sure. Or like in the same way, like it's harder to work when you're on vacation. Um, it felt like that all the time. So now it's like okay you're mentally i've detached from that and so i think i'm having a better balance of just work and work and you know still socializing and you know fun mental health stuff but um yeah but you feel like it's productive
0: Cause I, I do think there's, feel like it's productive. i think there's especially. a difference yeah there's a difference between like hanging out with your friends just to kind of like dick around and yeah. like being social and being interactive with the intention of bettering yourself
1: right Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's a little i feel a little bit more on the clock not like someone's watching me and i feel stressed all the time but like i think here i could waste like eight hours and it wouldn't i wouldn't even notice or i would like only feel bad about it way later Mm -hmm. whereas there There's, like, a time limit. You know, like, I want to be social. I want to whatever. But either, one, it doesn't feel like a waste, or two, it's, like, shorter, right? It's, like, okay, I'll sit down and watch this, like, episode of Friends with my housemates for, like, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20. But after that, I'm, like, all right, I got to go do something. Right. Um, Whereas before, it was very indefinite. I don't really know why, but... It just...
0: I mean, I feel like I feel like if I had to put it into words, it would just be the perceived lack of responsibility. Uh, when you feel at home, you don't really feel responsible. That's what I've noticed.
1: Yeah. Um, or there's the accountability factor, right? So like. Right. <clears throat> if. Well Yeah, like with my parents, I don't think that they're really they're used to seeing me not do do very much uh, or, like, be not, like, a contributing member of society. Sure. Um, Yeah. uh, And whereas, like, with my friends, I think when I'm surrounded by them, I have a sense of, like, I don't want them to be, like, seeing me roll out of bed at 4 p.m. every day. You know, like, um, like, I need to be doing stuff. Um, Or, like, there's, like, the accountability factor of, like, okay, if I want to be able to talk about work and stuff that I'm doing or making stuff happen, like that involves some effort. Yeah. I got to go do this. Yeah, totally.
0: And and yeah, I think think something that's sort of shaping up for season two that's just kind of interesting that I'm noticing so far is, is just you and I being able to compare and contrast our experiences because you're in the situation right now where you've moved out And you've kind of set up your new,
1: moved-out life Mm -hmm. pretty substantially over these lives. Substantially. It's it's still in the works, but yeah, it's definitely a big change. And then for you, we were talking about earlier... I'm still here. (laughs) I haven't left. Yeah. Um, Which I assume is a little difficult. It's tough, honestly. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I don't really see any reason to sugarcoat it. I, um... Uh, so I, basically, the the situation is that I live at my mom's house, uh, and then my mom and her new husband, uh, basically spend typically probably four or five nights a week at his house, and then two or three nights a week at my house, so... So it's empty. So it's just me. It's just me and Rosie the dog, who is awesome and I love, but she is getting old and senile, which is sad. Um... So there, yeah, so basically there are these sort of long stretches of me just being by myself at the house. And honestly, I am not a particularly social person. I don't make a tremendous amount of effort to like go out and hang out with people um, outside of work or outside of certain social interactions that I have a commitment to, you know, like helping out with the middle school group or stuff like that. That's when I hang out with people is stuff that's kind of scheduled and stuff that I do every week. But other than that, I tend to be a person who doesn't really make a whole lot of effort. But at the same time, now I'm realizing that I spend such, you know, big chunks of time kind of by myself, I get lonely and I get really in my head. um, And thoughts just kind of start spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. And, spinning and I... You know, think I feel bad about stuff. I feel good about stuff. I just, I don't know. It's 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 an obsessive process that I know ultimately is not sustainable for my continuing mental health. If that makes sense. um, That's kind of a, you know, drop the mic kind of statement. But it's honestly how I feel. So there's that element of it of just kind of being by myself for long periods of time. But then also, honestly, being a 24-year-old man living in my mom's house with my new quote-unquote stepfather ugh, or whatever for even a couple nights a week is just profoundly strange the feelings associated with it and the i not the idea because i feel like i'm okay with the idea but the feelings surrounding it and just the actual implementation of the of just spending time together is strange And not that he's a bad guy, honestly. He's a really, really, really good dude. And he, like, makes effort and doesn't make it weird and there's no, like, he doesn't ask me to do stuff or anything like that. But it's just, like, this is a person that I've kind of casually known, like, to the extent of saying, hey, how you doing, on Sundays for 20 years. And then I wake up on a Thursday (laughs) morning and he's on my couch watching... A game and I'm like what? like yeah this is just so counterintuitive there's no games that happen on Thursday mornings of any professional sports so it would be like <laughs> Thursday
1: night excuse me
0: um, but yeah it's it's weird man and I mean honestly I'm at the point where I realize like I said earlier that this situation that I find myself in is not ultimately sustainable so I'm thinking about other options
1: I mean, I think that that's good that you're recognizing your situation. I think a lot of people would just be like, I feel weird. I don't know why. And then feel like that for like eight months. Yeah. Or Um, 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I think you probably do need to make some sort of move or change or something. Um, It's interesting to me that, because the loneliness factor, like I have to be pretty intentional. About the, I think we both have like a propensity to be the lonely vibes. The lonely vibes. (laughs) Hashtag lonely. Hashtag (laughs) lonely. That's the saddest thing we've ever come up with on this podcast. Um, (laughs) Hashtag lonely vibes, y'all. I'm gonna put that on my next Instagram post. (laughs) Um, but so I have to be pretty intentional about it. Um, Yeah. And like, I think that that was a realization about three or four years ago, like, dude, I feel lonely, like, a lot, so I need to branch out so that I don't, um, as much, or take care of this, but it's interesting, because for me, having my own space was liberating, because I had, like, I felt a little bit more control over, like, the input, so, you know, it was, like, just what I decided to do and, like, maybe my friends that interact and stuff like that. Right. And not, like, my mom being like, let's get groceries. And then, like, four hours later, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> been at Costco all day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but then for you, that's the other side of it, is that, like, also having your own space to a certain extent is lonely or weird or, like, you need to figure out what to do do with that which is a lot of pressure sometimes. Yeah. Um because it's not cuz for me the one of the big things was all the outside factors sort of distracting. Um but for you you're saying that they're not even there for four or five four four days a week, right?
0: Yeah, four I mean depending four or five days a week.
1: Right. So that that means you basically do have your own space.
0: Yeah, but with <laughs> It's funny, I was having a conversation with my brother and my sister the other day about a lot of stuff. I and mean, we talked about, you know, a, a myriad of topics. But it's like, it's my own space, but with my old demons, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Because, like, all the stuff that happened
0: in that house that was, like, difficult and forming and basically just the process of me growing up happened in that home And now I'm there as a adult Um, (laughs) and (laughs) so it's like, yeah, no, I I don't have that. I totally get that. Yeah. I don't have that sense of starting over. Right. I have that sense of being in a place that I grew up in. And you're stuck there. And I'm kind of stuck there alone.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which is not not
0: good. Hashtag lonely vibes, y'all.
1: Yeah,
0: it's tough. Honestly.
1: Yeah. So, do you think that the right move is to move?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, honestly. Yeah.
0: I haven't really established much in the way of a timeline. Um, but I the implication is sooner rather than later. And and there's a part of it too of like just feeling like it would be good for my mom and and her new husband to have kind of their own deal. Um, and to have a house that they can go to where they can just be there um together and not have another and not have a child at the house i mean there's, that's another part of it
1: yeah no that makes sense
0: yeah and then on top of that there's there's an element of of me taking ownership of maintaining my social health because that's something that i've kind of dropped the ball on historically in my life and that circles back to a lot of things and you know i've i've sort of realized and put together some dots about me feeling like i have some pretty intense social anxiety sometimes uh and it's something that i want to work on and it's something that i want to address but the the narrative <coughs> that i think we are circling around is that a fresh start in living situation can really help springboard progress and new ideas and new goals and new accomplishments
1: it's not even just living it's like your context yeah that you're mostly in like it could be a different job it could be a completely different group of friends or whatever but i mean living situation is like at the core right like you know like you go home every night yeah exactly figuring out what that is
0: yeah and it's going to be and it's going to be hard to like you know set goals and accomplish things and make progress when you're uncomfortable in the place that's supposed to bring you comfort. And the place that's supposed to be your sort of safe bastion of hanging out and recharging and just relaxing. If you feel uncomfortable in that place, you're going to have a hard
1: time. Right. So my question is, in terms of... Because the main obstacle for moving out is money, correct?
0: Yeah, that and just the, and just job, the fear right? of the unknown.
1: Okay, <laughs> that too. The fear of something <laughs> new. Sure. Um but I think I mean you're getting to a breaking point with the fear of something new where you're just like I mean, it has to happen at some point,
0: right? Yeah. And and, and it's not that I and it's not something that I've never done before. No. I've moved out before.
1: And you've done a whole bunch of other like you motorcycled across country like cross country or like no. decided you wanted to work on boats and then didn't to, do that but yeah you did do that for like a year you know like i feel like it's the weird like fear of change but also you, you like do yeah. you instigate a lot of change in your life
0: yeah i mean i feel like for me it kind of the i guess to use a to use a metaphor it's kind of like a like a uh, pot that's boiling you know, where I feel like I'll kind of stay in one place for a while and I'll think and I'll obsess and I'll worry and I'll be like, and then I'll, you know, all these things will basically be, will be adding factors to the heat that's making the water boil. And then eventually it just like becomes, feels so overwhelming and so intense where I'm like, I need to change. And then the bo- and then the water boils over and I'm like, okay, whew, it's done. Now I just need to make this happen. That's kind of been the process, but it hasn't been...
1: Do you think that will change?
0: I hope so. Because, again, I've I've used this word m- multiple times, and, it, and I feel like it's very re- relevant. S- it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not sustainable for your living situation or your life to reach a point where you feel like you're boiling over. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then you're like, oh, my God, this isn't working, and everything's hitting at the same time, and I need to change now. Kaboom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to pull the trigger on my life and then, you know, rent a... Yacht yeah. and go to Hawaii. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's not. Yeah. Realistic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta. Okay, yeah, that's that's a whole side tangent, but. Um, yeah. I think. I mean, in terms of the change, though, do you think? If it is about money and fear of change, right? So fear of change. That's. That sort of works itself out. Um, I think. I mean like I it hits it stuff. hits like a break it hits a breaking point. Or yeah. like you sort of get over it, depending on what the circumstances are. The money part is I think a little more difficult to just like BAM. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um
0: Oh, you won the lottery. Okay. Here you go. Um, I wish.
1: So do you think you're leaning more towards if you were to think about like, would you, Do you think it would be more like move to somewhere cheaper or save up a whole bunch of money to live around here because it's expensive?
0: I mean, the thing that has been making the most sense to me just in my head over these last couple weeks is moving back to San Diego.
1: Moving yeah. back to San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Is that cheaper?
0: No, but <laughs> uh, there are basically... <laughs> there's work opportunities there that I could easily fall back into. I lived there for like almost three years Mm -hmm. and I had several jobs there. And by the end I was making very reasonable money. I was, I was doing well enough to where I could pay, you know, rent most places. Um, and so if I were to go back there, it wouldn't really be that big of an issue to wind up living in a place that's reasonable with roommates. Yeah. Um, So, and that, yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, kind of makes sense. I mean, the living situation that I had before, uh, I couldn't go back to because back, you know, back when I was in San Diego previously, I was living with my brother and his uh, girlfriend and I cannot go back to that, but
1: Why, Why San Diego?
0: Because my brother's there and because I've kind of forged a lot of opportunities there that felt really substantial and there was a lot of growth and a lot of actualization. I felt happy, pretty happy, when I was in San Diego. And I'm not saying,
1: that's a weird question. Because I think there's a reason you moved out of San Diego as well. This is true.
0: Uh, there's a, that would be a long story, and that would take up the rest of our time and more. I think, as a baseline, asking yourself the question, are you happy and are you actualized in a place is incredibly important mm-hmm. and it's not at home for currently for you honestly yeah I don't feel happy and I don't feel actualized in my current living situation which is kind of heavy to say honestly
1: but it's also something you can change though you know yeah exactly um, you got to recognize a problem before you
0: change it you know. Yeah. No, and honestly I haven't I haven't really even said that out loud, honestly, up until
1: this point. pitter patter podcast. I know. <laughs> With
0: the bombs. I feel like I've I've dropped so many bombs in the podcast. <laughs> but hey, we're still
1: <laughs> This is what happens normally off off the mic. That's I true. Yeah, well we were we were about to talk and then I was like Why don't we just drop another record? <laughs> why don't we just because this is a pretty relevant topic. Yeah, this is gold. Um
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's where I'm at. I have the power to change it. I've allowed myself to live in some denial and I've allowed myself just to kind of coast. That's kind of how I feel like... Because when I say I don't feel happy and I don't feel actualized, that doesn't mean that I'm full-blown depressed and it doesn't mean that I'm not accomplishing or doing anything. No,
1: that's not how it was when I was living here.
0: Yeah, it just means that I'm... I and on yeah, I like that word. I'm coasting. I'm just getting by. I'm yeah. making enough money to, you know, pay my mom some rent, which I feel good about. That's a good thing. I'm putting some money away every month. I'm still doing art. I'm still pursuing the things that I want, but it's not it's not pushing above 75% like
1: On a regular basis.
0: Yeah. On a regular basis. It's not pushing past seventy five percent like hell yeah. It's not pushing past seventy five percent like I feel good about this.
1: Or it's heading towards the twenty eight year old or twenty you know, whatever you wanna be, yeah.
0: That's the concern, you know? That's and and that's the little voice that goes on in my head of like you know, where the guilt and the shame can very easily set in and go, oh, you're kind of a piece of shit because you're a 24-year-old living in your mom's house. And I'm like, dude, there's a 35-year-old living yeah. in your mom's house. So the whole comparative thing doesn't make sense. That's not particularly relevant. The, the thing that does make sense and the thing that is relevant is I want to pursue happiness and actualization. And I think that's something that everybody wants. And you're delusional if you're not pursuing that. Right. So... It's maneuvering myself and my mental state into a position where those two things feel like attainable goals.
1: I really like that. That's, like, super deep. Full stop. Drop the mic. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. We have,
0: like, ten more minutes left.
1: But, um, yeah. I mean, I guess the next steps would be to figure out how to do that. And so you're talking about San Diego. Um, And then... I don't know. I think there's a lot of options. Yeah, there's a ton, man. Yeah, there's
0: a ton. And I mean, I feel like I feel like for both of us, honestly, the skill sets and the life experience that we bring to the table is significant. It's important. And I think it's it makes sense for everybody to look at their life and go, "Okay, these are the things that hasn't haven't really worked out very well, and these are the things that were kind of a struggle." But at the same time, I've done a lot and I can sit down in a room with someone in a job interview and keep my chin up and hold my head high because I know that I'm good enough.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: And know that I can bring it.
1: What, yeah. you know, and i mean, maybe I'm, not with that job. Like, you know, it's just like, it, it's a, I think it's a bigger picture than that. It's like, I, I will be okay. <laughs> yeah. I like, I have experience and things to bring to the table. And it's less contingent on like, oh please let me get this job, or like, oh please like, right. like it's not, you're not like a victim to life. I guess it's like you are big picture like like with the moving thing. It's not like for the next ten years you're like, oh my gosh, I you know can't live at home. I you know all this stuff. It's it's like this bigger contentment or perspective of like, okay, this is a problem. I can change this. Yeah. I will exactly. be okay, you know
0: yeah, and it's and and I need to allow myself to acknowledge that it's that simple, right you know problem
1: solution, you know I mean desire feelings, feelings always mess things up, yeah,
0: but... exactly, you know, but you know desire goal, you know it can be it can be that simple, but yeah, like you said, feelings kind of fuck it up sometimes <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no, totally. Yeah, um, but there's, there's levels to this. As we said with the last podcast, also it's like a process, and oh. I don't know. You got this, Jed. Appreciate it, man. I'm yeah, really you got it too. It. Um, and after after the podcast ends, I'm sure we can discuss more off-camera discussion, <laughs> more options, and like bounce it, unpack it a little bit more and more and more.
0: Well, yeah, but I, I think. I think as someone who is using this platform to reach whoever wants to listen. Right. It's important to say, if I got this, you got this. That's true. And it's okay to stumble around. It's okay to coast. It's okay to find yourself in weird living situations that are outside of your control that aren't your fault. Yeah. You know, that dude, I've had so many times where I've just spent hours and hours and hours thinking and thinking and thinking and spinning and spinning and spinning about like, this is weird. This is messed up. What did I do wrong? Right. Where it's like, dude, the fact that your parents got divorced wasn't your fault. Right. The fact that the living situation's kind of messed up isn't your fault. The fact that your parents are both remarried to people that you are trying to forge a connection and a relationship with That's weird, but it's not your fault. Right. And so I think there's an element of using this platform to reach out to people and go, it's okay. It's hard, but it's okay. And you don't need to own this. But what you do need to own is how are you going to be happy
1: and how are you going to be actualized? And What's, what's your part in that? Yeah. And like actually making that happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because that, honestly, there's nothing to hide behind. You can't. There's no excuses there because it's your no, life.
1: It's your life. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You can't wait for somebody to, you know, bust into your room, you know, one night with a briefcase full of money and you know and your dream job and a Porsche and go, "Here you go. Yeah. Now you're going to be happy." No. And there's an element of pushing delusion out and bringing
1: reality in and taking action. Yeah. Which isn't easy, but worth it. This is this is intense. Let me get. I off my feel s- like I'm about. to... I'm gonna preach, preach, a I feel like I'm about to conquer the world. Um, <clears throat> this is good. Uh, yeah, I love that. Let's 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 wrap it up there. I think that's a good. Yeah.
0: Stop. In I point. feel like in
1: we might have a little bit for our intro in your little. Screen.
0: Oh man, we could just take the
1: outro and put it in the <laughs> intro. Have you seen um, any of Casey's? Casey Neistat's recent videos?
0: No. I've it's, only watched like one or two of his videos my okay. whole life.
1: So it's like a recurring thing that like on... He asked his assistant on Tuesdays like... Hey Dan, like can you make the like intro for Tech, Tech Review Tuesday? And then, like every single week, he's like, "Dude, sorry, I forgot." So, like, (laughs) and like that's the intro. (laughs) And like, uh, yeah. And that's like a recurring thing. Like every single week, it's like, "Dan, well, we don't have an intro this week because Dan didn't make the intro." But blah blah blah. So this might be one of those things where it's like, we should redo the intro. But (laughs) we never actually, (laughs) but we're redoing it right now. Well,
0: Well, let's think about that. All right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. It has been an utmost pleasure.